And welcome, everybody, to Geeking Poetic Podcast Channel. I'm your host, Larry Roberts. Uh, my Padawan learner over here to my right is none other than... Megan Guess. And what are we here to talk about? Ahsoka. It's finally here. Finally. We are so excited. We've been waiting for this for so long. I know there's people talking about being burned out on Star Wars and all and anything Star Wars. I'm not burned out on it. Not when it's something really good, which... Not when it's season five rebels yes exactly because that's that's essentially what this is this is season five rebels but we'll get into that in a minute uh yes this is the geeking poetic podcast channel we talk about all things geeky um we highly encourage if you like what you are listening to or watching or however you are taking in our stuff here (laughs) we encourage you to not only like and share but please subscribe to us uh it really means a lot just means the world yeah just hit that that subscribe button there and uh that's the best way to know when we will have the other episodes uh coming out because we are going to cover all of the i assume i don't know if there's gonna be more seasons season one we'll call it for right now of star wars ahsoka yes we're everyone gonna, but before we get into uh, a quick recap we're not going to we promised ourselves we're not going to go through like a super de- detailed recap you've all watched the episode or you know you wouldn't be listening to us talk about it i'm sure unless you've watched the episode or you're going to watch it so spoilers Spoilers. just in case just in case if you want to watch it first then press Pause. pause come back Exactly, because we are going to talk about spoilers here. But um, we should talk about one of the main complaints we've seen already about this show, just since the first two episodes came out, is people saying that, oh, man, you know, this relies too heavily on having watched Rebels. Well, duh. (laughs) Yeah. They told us months ago this is Rebels 5. I mean, yeah. I, they may they may be calling this Star Wars Ahsoka, but this is essentially season five of Rebels, and uh, we're excited about it because we're big fans of Rebels. We loved that show. I did. Yeah, and so this has been really really exciting. I the only thing I can say we're not going to recap it. There's far far too much to get into when it comes to the show Rebels to explain it to you here. My only suggestions are at the very least. If you are going to watch the show at all, you could probably get away with, I suggest watching the whole thing, but if you have to, if you're pressed for time, watch at least seasons three and four, you should be able to pretty much get up to speed with what, with what the show's about. how it ended and who the people are. Right. And all the important stuff. Um, Yeah, exactly. And if you're not going to do that, then my suggestion is go on YouTube and check out like a really cool like recap uh, explanation video. I'll make a suggestion. We're not being paid. We're not affiliated with them. But uh, the channel Screen Crush has a really, really good detailed but easy to absorb recap of Star Wars Rebels that is called Ahsoka and Star Wars Rebels Recap. Everything you need to know before Ahsoka. Honestly, if you watch that, I I think it's only like a half an hour long. If you watch that, that will get you up to speed with everything you need to know before you watch Ahsoka. And with Yeah. And with that, Meg, should we get into it? Yes. All right. Let's do it. So, let's talk Ahsoka. Yeah, let's talk Ahsoka. I'm going to give a brief, as brief as possible, <laughs> a brief summarization of what we saw in episodes one and two. So, in episode one, titled Master and Apprentice, we see two dark characters who are 
appearing to be Jedis, but are not. I'm going to refer to, I don't know what they are. They're mercenaries. I'm going to call them non-Jedis. Uh, by the name of Balin Skull and his apprentice Shin Haiti. They arrive on a New Republic cruiser and begin slaughtering the whole crew on the cruiser in order to rescue a prisoner from the ship. This prisoner is none other than Lady Morgan Elsbeth. Now, we saw Lady Morgan Elsbeth uh, for the first time in the... Mandalorian season two? Season two, yes, exactly. I had to think about that for a second because <laughs> we've had three of them. Yeah, in the around the middle of season two of Mandalorian, we saw her face off against Ahsoka Tano. And Excellent scene. It was. It was a great favorite. one of the best episodes of the Mandalorian period, if you ask my opinion. Um, and she's played by uh, Diana Lee and Asanto, who, you know, we'll talk about her more later. But <laughs> in any case, uh, she ends up getting captured by Ahsoka in that episode. And mm -hmm. we find out that Ahsoka is searching for information about the location of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now, the last time we saw Thrawn was at the end of season four of Rebels. It right. was the the, la the end, basically, of that show when Thrawn was facing off against uh, young Jedi Ezra Bridger, mm -hmm. and they ended up disappearing into regions unknown in some other part of space outside the galaxy. We don't know where they are, but we come to find out that Ahsoka wants to not only find Thrawn because there's rumblings going on that there are He's dark coming back. There's, yeah. Right. Dark seeds in place. Right. Dark forces are at play trying to bring him back to make him sort of like the new dark Vader. leader. Yeah, exactly. New emperor type character. But also she wants to find Ezra. If there, you know, there's a chance that if you find one, you find the other because yes. they both disappeared together. Exactly, exactly. Ahsoka has managed to uh, obtain information of where to find a star map that is located in an old ancient temple uh, that should lead to the location of Thrawn and presumably Bridger as well. At this point, we also get to meet her droid companion, one of my favorite characters, Hu Yang, <laughs> who is voiced by... David Tennant. Doctor Who himself. Exactly. Doctor Who Yang. <laughs> see what they did there? And I can't get over the fact that it's every time he talks, I'm like, it's the doctor. I can't hear it. You don't hear the doctor? No, they they oh. computerized him so much. I I mean, it's, sometimes I hear it, but other times I don't. It doesn't stand out to me. Yeah, I, 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 they, did, they did a good job with it. Yeah. But I'm just so, I'm like, that's that's the doctor. And I'm sorry. I, I'm sure David Tennant gets annoyed with this, but no matter what he does, it's like, that's the doctor. That's my doctor. <laughs> he will always be the doctor. He will always be the doctor. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, Hu Yang used to train young Padawans in lightsaber uh, building, building and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool having that character back. Um, Ahsoka goes and regroups with the fleet and speaks with Hira Syndulla, who is also played by another favorite of mine, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who any of you Scott Pilgrim fans will remember uh, <laughs> that she was Ramona Flowers. Anyway, she she's great in it. But again, we'll get to that later. We learn that she cannot open the map without a certain key. Hira and Ahsoka do not have any idea of how to get the key, but they both agree that the one person that can probably decipher it and figure out the key for this star map would be none other than returning Rebel's favorite. Sabine Wren. Yeah, which is awesome. Big ass. Yeah. And uh, we learn that Wren is still as feisty and rebellious and doesn't take orders well as ever. 
worse. <laughs> yeah, worse. She, she might even be worse now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and she's still very upset over Ezra's disappearance. She even spends time looking at old uh, hologram hologram messages that that. Ezra had left for her and stuff. We also learn at one point between the end of Rebel season four and now, uh, Sabine became a Padawan learner underneath Ahsoka. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is awesome, except apparently we we don't know the whole story yet, but things did It was awesome until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it didn't work out. So there's a lot of tension between these uh, estranged characters. Ren ends up agreeing to help Ahsoka decipher the star map because she really wants to find Ezra. But when Ahsoka tells her, don't go running off with the map because it's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Of course. She runs off with the map. She runs off with the map. Yeah. She doesn't listen. Oh, she did an Ezra moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ezra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really are. Even though they're not actually related, they really are like siblings. They are kind of cut from the same cloth, aren't they? Seriously. Just, oh. Oh. The good news is that after working on it all night and so on, she does figure out the way to open the star map and uh, find the location that they need to find Ezra. However, the problem is at that exact moment, conveniently, uh, some mercenary droids, they attack her and ambush her and get the star map from her. And lastly, the apprentice non-Jedi, Shin, ends up driving a lightsaber right through Sabine's no! side. I know. And it ends. It's like, no. I know. And I really thought they were going to do that. I thought they were going to, because Disney, <sighs> Disney has done things like that lately. They, they did I, spoilers. I'm not trying to spoil too much, but they did things like that with certain important characters in the recent, uh, Marvel secret invasion where right off the bat, they killed off a long-term character and you're like, dude, really? Yeah. Don't bring her back just to kill her. So that's where they basically wrap up episode one. Not cool. No, it wasn't cool, but... Thankfully, we got episode two right away. Yeah, I'm glad they did that, too, Seriously. that we didn't have to wait a whole week just to I would to have wrote it off. It's like, forget <laughs> it. I'm not going back. <laughs> right. So in episode two, which is entitled Toil and Trouble, we see that Sabine Wren has not perished. She's alive. She's badly wounded. But apparently, in the years since, you know, The Phantom Menace, they've figured out how it's to... not instantly fatal. Right, exactly. It's like, where was this medicine back when they stabbed Qui-Gon Jinn in the same way, you know? He he took a lightsaber through his midsection. Or Han and, Solo later. Or later. Han's, oh, that is later. Well, you know, I guess he fell off the, the I was going to say, too. yeah, he was kind of left to die. Yeah, at least Ahsoka was right there when Sabine got I guess so. And you need stabbed. immediate attention fast. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a lucky, a lucky shot. You know, none of the, the really bad organs were. Uh, it's not Star Trek where you can instantly heal it, you know. <laughs> right. Who knows anymore? <laughs> but anyway, she's she's recovering from her lightsaber wound and she kind of regrettably tells Ahsoka that they got away with the star map and they ruined all of her recording equipment so she doesn't have any record of that's why you're not supposed to take it off the ship yeah well yeah exactly ahsoka is none too pleased and is like well this figures you know that she she this would about be. right yeah exactly however through sabine's ability to sort of trace back where these mercenary droids came from they come to find out that their origin is from the planet of corellia 
which is a planet that's supposed to be under currently under New Republic uh, order and everything and rule. However, it used to previously have a bunch of imperial. Yeah, Morgan Elsbeth had a right something there. Yeah, Morgan Elsbeth had her own factories that were based on this planet, and they said, "Hmm, okay, that's a little bit too coincidental to." Uh, yes, that was yeah. hinky. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about this. As such, uh, Ahsoka and Hera leave. Sabine to heal and they end up going to the Corillian shipyards to find out what's going on and right away they figure out that things are squirrely they come to find out that there's a bunch of not only like a bunch of gear and equipment that's still like imperial stuff but they find out that a bunch of the old imperial workers are still there but oh they they don't care about the empire they just get their paycheck they don't care they just want a paycheck and right away yeah they see through that and they're like Mm -hmm. yeah that seems like bullshit to me what they what really tips them off is suddenly they see that there is a giant hyperdrive that is being constructed and getting ready to be shipped off and Hera's like, hey, I'm the general of the fleet. I'm not know- building anything that big. What What is that for? Right, exactly. She's like, that's I'm very, calling your bullshit. very suspicious. And uh, getting tipped off by a protocol droid, which was really funny, actually. <laughs> that just <laughs> that's about the, right. <laughs> spilled the, just spilled I the love beans. droids. They're the best. I, yeah, the droids are great. Yeah, not good liars. And uh, getting tipped off that like, oh, yeah, there's all this stuff going on. And we do have mercenary droids walking around <laughs> here and everything. Well, at that point, all of a sudden, they come to find out that, no, there's a bunch of people there that are empire loyalists and everything mm-hmm. and they get attacked and a big battle ensues and uh ahsoka ends up having to fight this other yeah this this third non-jedi <laughs> non-jedi assassin guy while meanwhile hira and your favorite character chopper's back <laughs> chopper He's here. oh god i love this little dude yeah they take off after the engine uh the, the hyperdrive engine with no luck in bringing that back or getting it down and everything because they're being fired upon but chopper ends up attaching a tracking device to it before they go into hyperdrive yes so now they'll at least know where the hell they're going and they can try it because they know it's going to morgan elsbeth and now they've got a means of figuring out where morgan elsbeth mm-hmm. is going to be after some soul searching on both people's parts uh sabine does a little hair chop <laughs> Puts on her old. Wish my hair, if I do it like this and just chop it, like, look that cool. It it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. I think that I'm gonna way. try it. No, it. You guys think I should try it? No, no. I should try it on him. No, definitely not on me <laughs> because it doesn't work that way. I guarantee you. I don't know. I think we need to try it. Hey, you really want to try it? You be my guest. It's your head. <laughs> but in any case, um, so after some soul searching. They, uh, Ahsoka and Sabine decide to work together again as master and apprentice and Padawan, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yes, was that was nice. Cool to see her put on her old, her old rebels, uh, Mandalorian armor she, that she painted. In the first place she went and got stabbed. Just uh, well, yeah, I'm sure that was on her mind as well. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, while that's going on, Morgan Elsbeth is contacted by those mercenary non-Jedis. Uh, that they've obtained the hyperdrive and they're going to finish building her ship, the Eye of Scion, and they're going to set out soon to find Admiral Thrawn. And uh, Elsbeth, we come to find out, is keeping this uh, skull around uh, this non-Jedi guy, or he is a Jedi. I, it, it's it's all very... Nah, we'll it's too get soon in. to know. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But 
keeping him around because he is able to use the force to kind of foresee the future and foresee what Ahsoka Tano is up to. You know, he's connected to her through the force. So he's able to sort of keep tabs, although he's, he's playing it pretty close to the vest with what he's telling Elspeth, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel, I don't, well, yeah. maybe we'll get to it in a minute. All right. Well, I mean, that. I think that's pretty much it. You know, I think that I think that's all the. Yeah, exactly. So let's get into what we're going to do. Each episode of this is we're going to discuss the highlights and the lowlights, meaning the parts that we think are really standout, good, hopeful, awesome parts. And then some of the things that we might have a little issue with and stuff. So let's start on a positive note. Let's talk about highlights. So what's what's a highlight for you? Um. Well, let's start with the, the casting choices. Okay. I, so far, everybody that's been cast, I am loving in their characters. Okay. From yeah. Rebels and all that. It took me a minute, just like when I started Rebels and the, how the cartoon is and stuff like that. I was like, ah, I don't know about this, but then I quickly dived in. By the second episode, I was like, okay, I'm buying all these people as my f- loved characters from Rebels. They did a great job with casting. Yes. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with the way I, again, Winstead as Hera Syndulla, I think she's, especially by the second episode. By the second episode, I'm sold. She's really, you know, fitting that perfectly. Sabine Wren, uh, uh, Natasha is doing a great job as Sabine. Like, you just look at her and you're like, oh my God, that, that is, is Sabine, Sabine. Wren. Yeah. Whenever, especially with the haircut. Yeah. Whenever she was on that speeder bike at first, like, what? Who is this? And as soon as she took that helmet off, I was like, oh, yep, that is definitely Sabine. Yep. And then she got the haircut. I was like, yep, we're in. Yeah. This is it. Exactly. It was perfect. And the guy, the hologram or whatever that was showing Ezra. Yeah. the guy. The I act- am loving him. When he kind of did this head rub like this, like he does in the cartoon. Oh my God, he was, it was perfect how he did it. Yes, yeah. This he, guy did his homework. He embodies it. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. I'm very I'm excited. Very excited about that. I mean, they even got Clancy Brown back as writer, you know, the the mm-hmm. one uh, uh, good guy, you know, leader guy that, that was originally part of the head of the rebels and stuff like that. I love what they did with that, especially because we're such huge fans of rebels. If they changed it too much, I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't dig it, but like this just feels like Rebels. Like yes. it's it's live action Rebels. It's like so what I always wanted, you know, because yeah. as much as I, I enjoyed, I got I grew to enjoy the cartoon, but I was always like, yeah, you know, if this was live action, this would be absolutely perfect. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know how I'd feel about the live action. Yeah, I mean... Because I, I love the cartoon so much. Well, I grew to, yeah. and I agree with you, because they could have very easily messed this up. Very, you know, and and so far, knock on wood, they have not. They're like that, this is this is all that I could have hoped for. Um, what are, what are some other highlights? Um, well, well, you're getting to see Chopper, of course. Yes, Chopper. Dave I'm Filoni. Very excited for Chopper. His whole attitude. Yeah. His asshole personality. I adore that little jerk. Yeah, the whole thing with him trying to find. Did you move my stuff? <laughs> He's like, no, I didn't move yourself. Like, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is definitely the most like emotive droid, and it's and it's it's I so funny. Him. Yeah, and he's like, oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, I love all his little motion. Like, even though you can't understand what he's saying, you, you totally understand, understand what, he's what he's saying. saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth, yeah. She's back. She's in a bigger role. I'm I am digging this. Yes, I agree with you completely. Uh I she was a character that we talked about it when that episode came out because we did uh season two of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. episode by episode. And we really liked that character. We really liked that arc. We really saw potential for what they could do with a villain like that and knowing now, I mean, there's so much more backstory and I'm sure we'll get more that about her, about that. She's connected to this like, yeah, these like outer space witches, man, which is cool. Like I dig that. I want more stuff like that. That was another thing I liked about rebels was that they introduced other things like that into it. It wasn't just simply Imperials and Jedis, you know? So, I mean, yeah, there is a lot, to like i think the effects look great i think all of the settings look great talking about effects when the ship like when um hera and chopper were going after that hyperdrive right just the views of their ship and everything and watching go move all around and flip around them i love the way they shot that yeah yeah they so cool yeah they did a great job with it i love the settings i love i love sabine's painting on the wall and the way they recreated that i saw some people complaining online going oh they changed this little detail in that it's like oh my god come on guys (laughs) stop (laughs) all right if you're gonna nitpick it that much yeah like uh, seriously we're getting so much uh positive stuff for rebels fans here like the the small little changes like that come on yeah i saw somebody complaining that when chopper we went over and put the tracking device like really you just gotta reach out and boop, boop. it's like okay it wasn't just that easy come on yeah I, stop people stop. are gonna nitpick because that's what they do yeah um but getting to nitpicking yeah i was like well let's nitpick a little bit yeah i, I think we have very minor minor yeah, minor lowlights, but I think they're important to discuss nonetheless. Um, what you got? Uh, okay, well, the first the first uh, eight hundred pound, you know, Padawan in the room or whatever you want to call it. I I I feel like the pacing is a little off, especially in the first episode. Yes, I, I agree. The first episode was seemed very drag on. Well, I mean, it's like I here's the thing. I'm not one of those people that feels like old movies are too slow or I know people that sit there and say, oh, yeah, I have a hard time watching things like A New Hope because it's so slow compared to nowadays. Like, no, I like slow. I like when there's dramatic pauses and things for effect. I like movies like The Godfather because it's kind of slow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this was like. It was brutal slow. Brutal slow. It's like, like, finish your sentence. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like Sabine will make a comment and say like, well, what should we do then? And then there's this long pause, long pause. Nothing's going on. And then finally Ahsoka is like, well, what do you think we should do? It's like, okay, come on. Like we can, we can cut this, we can cut this up a little bit more. Like we don't need it to be like, it doesn't have to be like Gilmore girls or something where it's just like this super fast snappy repartee all the time. But some of it, I was just like, okay, this is an hour long episode that I'll bet you if you just trimmed it a little bit more and worked a little more on the pacing, this could have been like 10 minutes shorter, (laughs) maybe not 10 minutes, but you get my point. Yeah. They did get better with it with the second episode. Very much better. Yeah. I did not feel that 
yeah that yeah lag there the was still one. there were still a couple of times where i was like oh, okay all right you're dragging this out a little bit yeah but not like that first episode. but not like that first episode so that that's a minor gripe i will revisit that gripe if it's something that continues as mm-hmm. we watch the the future episodes and everything but I can see that being something people are going to complain about. Just knowing how people are, I think people are going to say, "Oh, this is too slow," and it's and and normally I argue it, but in this instance, there's times where I'm like, "Yeah, okay, they they could stand to you know step it up a little bit here." Yeah, yeah. We talked to Matt to see if he wanted to join us tonight, and he right. said he watched the first ten minutes. Right. I like. Was that why he stopped? He did didn't he say? He didn't out, say. Did he? He was like, oh, "Okay, I'm I'm bored. Let's." Move on something else. Or- well, and especially the problem is, is again, I don't know if Matt is or isn't, but if he's not versed on what's going on with Rebels, Rebels. then yeah, I could see watching that first 10 minutes just being like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know who these people are. Who the hell is Ezra Bridger? Who's Sabine Wren? What is why do the, I care? Yeah. Why do I care about this? What, what, what even happened to him? Yeah, so yeah, we'll have uh, to chat more with him. Yeah, we will. Um, um, you had a personal silly little gripe, kind it's of. So silly, but I. Okay, we have this kick-ass show, right? Ahsoka with all these kick-ass women characters. Yeah. Right. And you know me, I'm not big on feminism and cram women power down people's throats. Right. It's like I okay. want it, but I don't want to cram down our throats constantly. But. We got this kick-ass show, and I love how they're doing it because it's not like women power, women power. It's just the, all these women that are just badasses. Right, I love it. Yeah, they're great characters, and every one of them, especially that first episode, but even watching the second one, they was, they were better. Again, it was better by the second episode, but they just kept crossing their. It's like they didn't know what to do with their arms. It's like let's just cross them. Hera did it. Ahsoka does it a whole bunch, which maybe just be her character. I don't know. It kind of is. Sabine did it a ton. I was like, the only one didn't. I don't think it was Morgan. No. Because, I mean, she knows what to do with their arms. Like (laughs) By the second episode, they were like putting it behind their back when they talked to somebody, you know, or something. Why can't you just leave them down? Well, I Why mean, do you have to cross them? I cross my arms. I'm sitting here with my arms crossed right now. I cross my arms all the time. But I mean, what is it that bothers you about them crossing their arms? Does it make it seem like they're... Like they just don't know what to do with them. It's like we got all these badass women characters. Let's, 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 I, I don't know. Just cross I mean, should, them, I they be, should they be like flexing? Like No. <laughs> no, but you don't see a bunch. Every episode is like all the guys just like... Yeah. Well, they just... It's like they just walk with badass they know what they're doing it's like you don't you know not to fuck with them i see Uh, they're not carrying themselves like they're strong and confident is what you're saying okay it's like they're hiding behind it i could kind of see that like i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna kind of stand here and stare at the camera yeah they do kind of have a say anything (laughs) they do always kind of have a tendency to just have their arms crossed in sort of this like eye rolling laid back sarcastic kind of way like they're sort of like mm, you know like uh, yeah they're- like, well that's Sabine yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it just it really irked me for I, some some reason it just rubbed me the wrong way I don't think I would have noticed that but I get now that you've brought it up like I get what you're saying yeah like, it's I such a minor it. minute thing yeah. but I don't know why it yeah. just bothered me. Well, the last the last thing I want to bring up, and again, these all of my low lights are things that aren't like huge negatives. They're just things that I'm I'm not totally sure about yet because we've got a lot of show yet to see. Yes, and a lot of questions to be answered and stuff like that. And one of the things that I'm uncertain about is 
I, I don't know how I feel about uh, Skull and Haiti. These 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 non Jedi pseudo Jedi's. Not je- we're not Jedi's, but we are Jedi's. But I. So, you know, once again, we're kind of going back to the well again with the whole concept of there was this Jedi. He was at Order 60 when at the temple when Order 66 happened and he disappeared. And now he's, you know, angsty and he's like Mr. Anti-Jedi. We saw the same thing happen with the main bad guy in the Obi-Wan series and you know, her whole thing that she was one of the, the young Padawans and then she went on to be an angsty, mad anti-Jedi. And I'm like, <laughs> is that, are we going to just do this all the time? It's a deep well to dig from. <laughs> well, I dis, I disagree. I, I see. That's why it like, shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Characters like Morgan Elsbeth. It's like, give us something new. She's, she's new. She's a new kind of, she's got mystery and an intrigue to her. And, and she's like this badass, but like, we don't know that much about her, but she's obviously got these like witchy, she's got force-like powers but it's a different kind of force-like power and she comes from a whole other thing and it's like that's what i want to see same thing with thrawn it's like here we have uh you know he is an evil bastard but he's not just another darth vader he's not just another grand moff tarkin he's not just another emperor he's got his own thing and his own mystique and a lot of questions about him and that's that intrigues me when it comes to villains, you know, that gets me invested, but we just keep going back to the well with like, well, this, this Jedi gone rogue. Oh, it's another Jedi gone rogue, you know? Oh no, it's a Jedi. He's got Jedi powers, but he's bad. It's like, you know, I'm like, Oh, come on. You know, and, and even just the way, and again, this is why I'm not going to judge it too harshly yet. Just at the end of, episode two when skull is kind of makes his comment about what a pity it'd be to kill Ahsoka Tano because there's so few Jedi left and everything. And it's like, Oh, okay. It's interesting. So he does still have some sort of, you know, connection there, some sort of respect, I guess you could say some begrudging Mm -hmm. respect towards his own kind and everything. So maybe that'll get interesting. Yeah. Cause he did make another comment when his, his Padawan yeah. um, asked, what are, what are we getting out of this? Once we find Thrawn, what do we get? And he's like, power. Power. Yeah. More power than you can even fathom. I was like, so is he just like, because you mentioned Thrawn's an evil, yeah. awful person, but I've been reading the books and he's not. Well, he's. It's a means to an end for what you're needing. Yeah. So it's is still this guy evil. a means to an end? I'm not yeah. saying it's right. Right. <laughs> but. He's got his reasons. Yeah, I suppose. And it makes sense to them. So I was thinking possibly that his Padawan was going to turn on him because she always looks like, I don't know about this. Yeah, she does. looking at him. Yeah, she does. I'm like, uh, are you sure? Yeah, uh, there's definitely something there. something there. going on. Right. Yeah. And and that's why so I'm not... Is both of them or is it just her or... Right. And that's why I'm not going to judge it too harshly yet that's why i'm not being like oh they're terrible no i'm just saying like right now at the onset of of it uh, i'm like uh you know we're doing that whole rogue jedi thing again after order 66 and blah, blah everything goes back to order 66 and i get why it does but at the same time 
I'm ready for new concepts and new things. So I will be interested to see where that goes. Um, so that's not, yeah, my low lights aren't necessarily like harsh criticisms. They're just things that I'm like, mm, not sold on this yet. Let's see where this goes. Right. So in talking about where things might go, um, I don't know about you, but one of the things that I'm looking forward to, I'm really curious about because we didn't get to see any of it. We've just heard about it is I'm curious to see the relationship between Ahsoka and her Padawan Sabine. Like I'm interested to see how that plays out because you get the impression that, yeah, Sabine is a pain in the ass and she's not a good (laughs) follower or listener, but at the same time, Ahsoka historically, ever since she was a Padawan has always been somebody that was very easily frustrated very easily walked away from things, you know, didn't follow through on things even when she should have. And so I'm going to be really interested to see how they're going to try and repair this relationship. Yeah, maybe they can help each other grow. Yeah, yeah. And Harris said, you both need the structure. Right. And as far as like other things I'm looking forward to, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I I suspect you are. I'm looking forward to seeing more characters. I I was just thinking, I want to see how they're bringing Zeb into this. Yeah. I I need Zeb. I want, yeah, I want Zeb. And I'm like, who else are they going to? Oh, I want that, that droid. Yeah. Deadpan droid. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) If we get him, man, if we get him and we get Chopper, that's going to be gold perfect I love that will be two together awesome and yeah and i mean like i even wonder like if they'll bring in an even just like small role like i mean i know some of the characters are annoying but people like hondo hondo onaka that mm-hmm. stupid smuggler guy that that ezra was buddies with and always went back to like are they gonna bring him in i i feel like even though that character annoyed me at times on the show i'm gonna be excited if i see him see him on there yeah what about the guy that was part of the empire oh yeah that, that went to live with uh with zeb's race of people yes. and stuff oh that would be awesome maybe him and zeb are together that oh that would be super cool oh man i just got goosebumps thinking about that oh man <laughs> i really I, hope we get a cameo i do hope they bring that in i want to see even if it's just a little bit as long as it makes sense to the storyline i want to see more of those characters, Fen Rao, you know, from the uh, the other Mandalorian uh, guys and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to see more of that brought in. That will be awesome. So, yeah, as you can tell, we're very excited about this. Like, like I said, our complaints are, you know, minimal and <laughs> silly little things, little nitpicky things at best. Um, really looking forward to episode three that'll be next week and uh i don't know if we're going to record it or if we're going to live stream it because we're going to do it one or the other anyway yeah sometimes the live streaming does not cooperate with us but either way we will try to get it out as soon as possible after the episode premieres on disney plus once again please like subscribe and share, share, especially uh, that more than anything, share with people. If you've got friends that you think would like to hear what we're talking about or get in on the conversation, share this with them. We, we need to just 
We want to bring in as many nerds and geeks as possible to talk about this stuff with us. And don't forget to check out Facebook, where we have a group on there called the Geeking Squad group. And it's uh, it's open, it's free, you know, whatever, for anybody to join, as long as you're not a jerk, you know, as long as you're not a, you know, an imperial uh, sympathizer or something like that, you know, you got to be... Non-Jedi. Yeah, not one of them weird non-Jedi mercenary guys and everything. But even if you are, we'll hear you out. But yeah, come join us in there because we talk about all this stuff. We post news and rumors and all that kind of stuff about Star Wars and everything else we're into. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. So until then, may the force be with you. And uh, Godspeed. See ya. (laughs) Bye bye.